Good morning, 49er Empire, and welcome back to another episode of The Faithful, where we bring you all 49ers news and updates. I am Biggie Flores, and across from me is Zach Green, and today we have a lot, a lot to talk about, whether that's free agents coming to the Niners, free agents leaving, um, and what we want from the draft and going forward, and uh, you know, let's get straight into it. The biggest offseason signing for the 49ers is uh, Javon Hargrave, who signed a four-year, $84 million deal, and Zach, how do you feel about that signing right off the bat? Um, off the bat, I didn't know much about Javon, Javon Hargrave, but, man, he can play on the interior, and it seems like he is that guy. Like, PFF has him rated super high, like, the past three years. He's very consistent, and he 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 just has, like, great footwork. And pairing him with Nick Bosa on the outside, like – yeah, and we'll, we'll see about Javon Kinlaw. I hope they don't give up on him just because of his physical attributes, but he can't he can't stay healthy. Um, yeah, I mean, you you follow the, you know, you follow it a little bit more intensely than me, but what are your thoughts on Javon Hargrave? Uh, I thought it was a great signing. You know, the defense for the Eagles was so good last year, and um, Javon Hargrave was a big reason for that. You know, he had 12 sacks, and not only is his pass rush good, but he's known for his run defense and his interior run stoppage, and he's just really good. Um, something that Javon Kinlaw was kind of missing. You know, Javon Kinlaw had that physicalness and had a bright side, but Javon Hargrave is what we wanted Javon Kinlaw to be. Um, do I think we're going to give up on Kinlaw? I'm not quite sure yet. I think we might start off the year with um, with Armstead on the edge and then Kinlaw Hargrave in the middle and then Bosa, of course, on the other side. Um, I don't know how I feel about that just because Armstead is so much better interior than he is on the edge. But, I mean, I'm also not opposed to it. I'm sure Ar- Armstead knows what he's doing. He's he's a vet. Um, he, he can make the adjustment. Um, but I, I love the signing, and I loved how we did it right off the bat. I was not expecting it at all, and it got me hyped going into this offseason for sure. So it's looking really good. Yeah. Kinlaw um, should be on the team, right? I mean, it looks like his his cap I hope so. is about $5 million, Like, And <clears throat> for the 49ers, like, it's not a money problem. Like, cap-wise, we're doing all right, um, right? Yeah, the, the biggest. Like why, why wouldn't he be on the team? Um, it's not that he wouldn't be on the team this year. It's whether or not he would be on the team for extensive years. And if that's not the case, then they might look to try and get some value back for him, whether that's a few picks or just something. Because we have to extend both, so we have yeah. to extend IU. Get that him. makes sense. That makes so, sense. Yeah, but I, don't I mean, see if, any team wanting him though? I mean, what? Yeah, it's maybe, maybe, uh, Houston, maybe. I mean, Houston, yeah, maybe like Houston sense. or Tennessee or Miami. Yeah, <laughs> those, those three make the most sense just because I don't know. There's a lot of Niners, Niner, um, Niner people from there, but, um, front office wise, and they know Javon and what he could do. And this dude has shown a whole bunch of bright spots in his game. and you know, he looks good when he's on the field, but the problem is is he's not on the field. And the one time he was against the Eagles, uh, he got exposed and Jason Kelsey kind of owned him. Um and speaking about Jason Kelsey, he also talked high praise about Javon Hargrave and how it's gonna be a big loss. And 
you know. So I think overall, right off the bat, a solid, solid signing. Um, let's yeah. stick with our let's stick with our D line for a little bit. Um, we lost a few interior dudes, but we also signed former fourth overall pick uh, Clelin Farrell from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, I um, I know the Raiders have not been able to, you know, ever, you know, the past like four years, like hit on a, you know, first round pick. Uh, Farrell was, a you know, another interior guy in college. So, you know, I think I think uh, the, the especially with him, it's like, you know. You, what do you have to lose? I I would have. I think it was like a three million, four million dollar contract, you know. And yeah, uh, exactly. You know, sometimes players just need to change the scenery, right? And and mm-hmm. you know, like players around them make them better. So, um, yeah. And I need a note. Like, I mean, I think I think Drake London's or uh, not Drake Jack London, but uh, Drake Jackson is gonna have a year. Like, yeah big step up for sure yeah we we like i i'm excited like with him and both on the outside and then javon hargrave and dude like eric armstead you know (laughs) we got we got depth there for sure we got a lot of people make some noise yeah um, which is exciting and i think uh our my coach Chris Chris Eric is just gonna make everyone better. You know, he's proven that this he's really good. Um, we've seen it. We've, you know, Samson Ebicom um had a huge, huge time with the Niners and he just got paid. Um and he's been doing that with a lot of our D linemen, you know, um Charles Amani, who's getting paid. Uh there's a whole bunch of DJ Jones got paid last year. Um, and I'm wouldn't be surprised to see Farrell go and get paid somewhere else too yeah. uh, at the end of the year. But um, I'm liking the D line for sure. Um, one thing that kind of hurt that I want, I wanted to keep Jimmy Ward and he ended up signing with Houston and that kind of makes our secondary a little bit thinner than I would like. Um, you know, Jimmy Ward's been here for nine years and throughout that career, he's been a dog. He's been a niner. Um He's red and gold. Till he's dead and gold too. And uh, I don't know. How do you feel about the loss of Jimmy Ward? Yeah, I didn't realize he had been in the the team for nine years. Was was he the one that uh, picked off Cam Newton back in like 2017, 16 <laughs> in the end zone? Yes. It was like a crazy. Interview. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, he was just, you know, like I feel like he was just such a good locker room guy, you know. Yeah. And um he wanted to be back, you know, but I think he um you know, he wanted to get that back and as as he should. Um and you know, Houston Houston will be on the come up um, especially on defense, you know. Tamiko's no Tamiko mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah. uh but I mean as, as far as you know, I don't do you think I think some of it was he didn't want to play, uh, you know, he didn't want to play in the slot. Yeah, that was a huge part, I think. I think, you know, when we re-signed to Sean Gibson to play safety, I think that was kind of the factor for me. It was like, okay, I know he's kind of leave, he's going to leave. But there was also part of me who was saying, oh, maybe he'll be a team player like he has been for the last nine years. And 
and sign and play slot because he played excellent in the slot last year. But the truth of the story told is you get paid more being a safety than you do a slot. And that's what he's trying to do. And I, I understand it that he grew up playing safety and, and I understand it completely, but nothing but love for Jimmy Ward and uh, it's sad to see him leave, but I wish him nothing but the best. Um, but another part of secondary that left is Emmanuel Mosley. And I know he's coming off ACL tear, but it makes our secondary a little bit, a little bit thinner, you know, it kind of sucks. And Mosley was having such a good year. And I just think about like, you know, yeah. I mean, the way the season ended was just so brutal. I still haven't gone back, but he was mm. playing so well. Like, you know, it just makes me think about if we could have won one more game and had a home game, like, yeah, where would be right now? Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that for sure. But yeah, Mosley was having a great year. You know, he had a pick six, two drives before he got hurt. Um, but at the end of the day, Diamador Lenore did step up a little bit. He had two interceptions in the postseason. And although he's not Emmanuel Mosley, I think he could very well get to that similar type of playing field and playing level. You know, I think as of right now, our starting corners would be. Uh, Mooney Ward and and um, Diamondo Lenore, and then the slot. I mean, we saw Samuel Womack do his thing in preseason and the first few weeks of uh, the regular season when Jimmy Ward was hurt. Um, but it's just something I think we need to address in the draft. You know, we gotta we gotta leave the draft with two three cornerbacks getting picked in I, the early rounds. I'm not. I'm I'm confident the 49ers will, um, you know, find a, a guy. And at the cornerback position, you know, they always mm-hmm. try, they always find a guy or two. They're, you know, they're so good at that. Yeah. But I want to ask you, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, there, there's a couple, uh, you know, remaining free agents out there, um, especially, you know, you got Unique. I think that's how you pronounce it. You got Unique, Yangakwe. Some, oh, some yeah, yeah, yeah. Are trying to, you know, we still like, there's we definitely still have a little there. bit of cap room left. And I feel like this, this franchise, like, you know, we're so close. So we could pick up another free agent or two. Do you see us picking up like him or maybe like a Marcus Peters or, you know, Calais Campbell? Um, Marcus Peters would be, would be crazy. Um, that's something that, I think would bring a veteran presence to the locker room, you know, veteran presence in the secondary to teach people a little bit. Um, and yeah, we got Deshaun Gibson, but you know, there's nothing wrong with having another mind, another, another set of legs out there. So um, that's who I would want to aim for as of Ngakwe and, and Jadavon Clowney that's still out there. That would be crazy signings too. Um, I know the, the D line is depth deep already, but I don't think you'd go wrong with too much depth. We've seen it last year. Um, we would have two sets of, of D-line go out there at a time. Um, you know, we would have first, second down guys, and then third down guys. And usually Nick Boss is out there for all all three downs. But I, I wouldn't be opposed to signing one of those guys for sure. So I don't know. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I would say definitely a corner. I mean, uh, Mar- Marcus Peters is a little bit of a hothead, but I mean – if like you put him on the 49ers, like he'll be all right, you know. He he just yeah. likes to talk his, you know, he just likes to talk, right? 
But honestly, like, we might need one of those guys because like Ward Ward's kind of quiet, you know, like um Lenore, I mean Lenore, like you know, sometimes you need that guy. So yeah, you know, exactly. I, I think people underestimate the fact that like um especially with the remaining free agents, like you know, a guy like Marcus Peters, he can play anywhere he wants. It's just a matter mm. of where he wants to play. Exactly. You know? Um I mean that'll be cool. I, I I hope we get him. That that's yeah definitely top tier. Yeah, um, what what are your thoughts on uh the Niners new signing? Uh the guy from Detroit. Some you know I've seen a couple clips like in in-game. He he looks like he's uh um sorry, I'm forgetting his name's uh you guys, Austin Bryant. Austin Bryant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin um, Bryant. He's, very very like uh <laughs> very simple yeah. name. Yeah, very simple name. <laughs> um, no, he's pretty good. Uh, you know, the the Lions, their coaching staff right now is over there is great. Um, they're only on the uprise. Uh, this Stu's just continuing to learn, and I hope he learns from Bosa a little bit, learns from Armstead, and you know, can't go wrong with these depths because every every year there's these players that just come up and and do great things. Like look at Kerry Hyder a few years ago, he. Had like eight, nine sacks, and then went to Seattle and only had two, and then he came back and and had like four or five more. So, you know, I think whoever it is coming to the D line or even the defense, I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to be great. Um, you know, we still have Fred Warner, Greenlaw, Bosa, Armstead, Ufunga, who are just great players and just good to complement other people on the field. And and all whenever the defense is on. All eleven look so well playing together. So, um, I'm I'm I like the pick pickup for sure. Yeah, but, like I said, I I I I've seen a couple clips. Like he looks very very quick off the edge. Yeah, and his bounce, his bounce is nice. But um, as far as uh, on the offensive side, I mean, we're talking mostly defense. What do you what do you think about this uh, Brandon Ayuk stuff like the cryptic te- or tweet? Um, so I I view it as as one of two ways. Um, you know I'll read the tweet for you guys. It's um, one thousand as the fourth option in a run first offense. Uh, laughing emojis. I'm as real as a get. Words a little baby and as get it. I'm ready to stand on business every time. Year four on the way. Um, so. He seems excited for year four to come, um, but it also seems like he's excited to get paid, which I think he will. Um, I hope it's by the 49ers. Um, but the first half of it, when he's saying as a fourth option in a run first offense, kind of gives me a weird feeling because maybe he wants to be the number one option on a pass first offense, you know, but uh, it's it's tough to tell what he's he's truly feeling. I hope he just wants to get paid by the Niners and sign maybe a three or four year uh, extension with us. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Dude, I feel like if the Niners were, you know, we, I feel like, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're obviously a Super Bowl caliber team. And if we want to put us over the top, um, I feel like we need to sign a guy like Marcus Peters. But if the Niners were smart long term and you wanted to lock up a guy 
who, you know, gives you a little bit more leverage to win a bowl, you probably want to sign him now because, you know, uh, the the season he had, like, you know, the, his value is just going to keep increasing, you know. If he wants yeah. the bag, like, you can give it to him now. But the Niners don't do that for three-year, you know, after three-year guys. So I'm not sure what, you know – I'm not sure the route the Niners are going to go. I mean, I, I, you know, I just, I don't want to see Ayuk walk, you know, after the season. Yeah. So he, Ayuk was a first round pick early first. So he's going to have a fifth year option, which is huge. Um, So this is his fourth year. And after this year, we'll pick up the fifth. And so he'll play at least two more years with the Niners. Um, And even after that, I'm sure we'll franchise tag him uh, one or two times, once or twice, you know, um, just to keep him on the Niners because they know how important he is. They know how good he is. But I'm sure they're trying to reach a deal, deal with him right now. They're trying to reach a deal with Bosa. Um, so I'm sure John Lynch, second he stepped foot into into Levi's and Santa Clara, he's he's done everything correctly. And I think he's had maybe one or two mistakes, one of them being – DeForest Buckner and the other one, you could go yeah. Solomon Thomas route, but I mean, even that one was, he looked good out of college. So I, I have full trust in, in John Lynch and I think everything's going to be all right. Yeah. The the funny thing about Buckner is I don't even think he wants to be in Indianapolis anymore. Yeah. He, and who would want to be, you know? Like, yeah. It's tough. They literally he, hired kind of sad. Saturday who, you know, yeah. who didn't even have any coaching experience. Like that's the, you know, that's yeah, it's, the higher it's you tough. make to like piss off. Yeah. Everyone. everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Um, after we signed Javon Hargrave, DeForest Buckner made a statement saying like, that's the contract he wanted. Like exactly. And Oh, he did. He did. Yeah. He seemed kind of hurt. At, and it's sad. Cause like this dude loved the Niners, you know, he had his brother, Eric Armstead right next to him. Um, he was so oh, good God, with the fans dude. and yeah, he's, it's tough because we miss Buckner. I know I do. Um, and I'm sure he misses yeah. us. And it's, it's, it is tough. It is very tough. If, if you had to pick Buckner or Armstead, who are you picking? I was going to, I'm going to go Buckner. I think, yeah. I think this 2019 season, Buckner had like nine sacks and Armstead had like 14, 15, which was crazy. Um, but, I just think that Buckner was just so much better. And I think Armstead got those sacks because of Buckner and Bosa and D Ford, you know, like nothing against Eric Armstead. The dude's still a dog and he still gets his, he gets his, but it's, I, I don't know. I'm going Buckner. How about you? Yeah, I would go Buckner. You know, Armstead's one of those players where he's a little bit taller and he, you know, he got, he got those, you know, in the 2019, 2020 season, all those sacks because he's a little bit quicker, I think, than Buckner. Yeah. But Buckner was more of like, you know, the bull guy and he he was yeah, bull rush, so yeah. good with his hands. Yeah. He was so it's good tough. with his hands. But yeah. yeah. It's tough. And I think John Lynch kind of figured that Buckner wanted more money anyways. And they wanted to um, you know, looking at the pick, looking at what happened, it wasn't a bad idea. You know, trading Buckner, saving money and getting uh Javon Kinlaw. And we thought Javon Kinlaw was going to be, you don't have to be fully like Buckner, but at least half of what he is. And it just hasn't seemed to pan out yet, but it still can't. 
if if Kinlaw has a year, um, Javon Hargrave has a year, Bosa has a year, then you know the Buckner one won't hurt as bad. And it it hasn't felt like the Buckner one hasn't been hurting because we're still the top defense, you know. So although I think that was a mistake, I don't think it hurt us. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. That makes sense. As yeah. far as um, you know, the transaction, or as far as like um, you know, kicker goes, is there any like? <laughs> um, I'm I'm sure. Is Robbie Gold gonna retire? It seems like he might retire. I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if Robbie Gold is back for another year. Um, because, dude, honestly, I know he said he didn't want to. But no one, no one's gonna sign a uh, a forty year old kicker right right now. So true. I don't know if we could just have him back for one more year, because like you know, the 49ers are that team that needs that kicker when you're in like you know yeah you when you're exactly. in at Lambeau's Field when it's like <laughs> negative ten degrees out and kicks a game winner, you know yeah exactly. I uh, I hope he comes back. I know he. It kind of seemed like it was a goodbye, but I wouldn't be surprised and shocked because special teams is it's tough to transition to just because you know your your placeholder is different, long snapper could be different, and just everything is a little bit different. So if you just stick to what he knows, it'll be better for all of us. So Robbie Gold, if you're listening, just just stay with us, please. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely listening. He's definitely yeah. Just stay with us, Robbie. Um. But let's transition over into uh, the offensive side of the ball a little bit more. I think something that was huge for the offense um, is that the 49ers signed uh, the former Giants offensive lineman. His name is John Feliciano to a one-year deal. Uh, this this guy's played every position on the line. Um, he's played He played 17 games for the Giants last year, and the dude was just really good. Under I think this is going to be one of the better – um, signings of the year, I think. Um, he's 6'4", 325, and we're going to need it because right now we don't really have a right tackle. Um, Mike McGlinchey left, and uh, he got the bag over in Denver. Five years, $87.5 million. That's a lot of money. Would you have paid that to Mike McGlinchey? No. Denver yeah. just has no idea what they're doing. They keep messing up over and over. They traded a first round pick for Sean Payton. Don't get me wrong; like, I think yeah. Sean Payton's a pretty good coach, but yeah, first round, first round is pick, crazy. Yeah, I don't like, know for a guy who, you know, like, I don't know. And I'm sure you could have found some other coaches out there that would have been down. And I don't know, first round pick for a coach is crazy. Um, it's insane. We'll see how it goes, though. We'll see. I think they're kind of in a panic mode because of what happened with the Russell Wilson uh, deal. So they're kind of like, fuck, we need to make this work. Otherwise, we're going to be screwed. Um, but, hey, the Broncos, they got theirs. Um, they're always signing 49ers, sloppy seconds, you know. They signed DJ Jones to 30, 40 million. They signed K1 Williams to 25. Uh, they just they just love what we're doing over here, you know. <laughs> well, the whole NFL does, but. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not like. I mean, they're going to – like, are they really a running football team? Because – Not really. Dude. Not really I, at all. You know, like, the problem with Russell Wilson, right, was he didn't have any pass protection in Seattle. And, exactly. 
We know one thing about Mike McGlinchey is that he's he not can't a pass protect. <laughs> he can't, he can't pass, pass protect. He cannot he, pass protect. He's great run blocking. When you're running a stretch to his side or a little pitch, he's going to get upfield and he's going to pancake yeah. a guy too. But when he's trying to stop uh, Micah Parsons coming off the edge, it's it's not going to work good, and he, he's going to get put on his on his butt. Um, so good. Congratulations to you, Mike. You know we loved you here as a 49er, but time just ran out and. And, you know, that's a lot of money for someone that we can't afford to pay right now. Um, another big thing, I don't know how much is going to affect us rather than or affect the, the, the Niners play rather than the us personally. But Jimmy Garoppolo has signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Jimmy G, man, three years, 72 million. That's a lot of money from yeah. from going off of Derek Carr. <laughs> just to just to get a little I don't even know if it's an upgrade. We'll see how it goes. But um Jimmy man, the dude brought so much hope to the Niner Faithful in, in 2017 and you know made me fall in love with the game even more than I already had. And and this guy brought us a few NFC champ not man, he was a part of a few NFC championships, part of a Super Bowl, and you know one of the best guys to put on the red and gold. So thank you, Jimmy. I hope you're listening too, but um, wish you nothing but the best for real. Yeah. I'm so glad Jimmy G is just done with <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Las Vegas. I don't think any team there is going to be able to be successful. You know, there's it's too, too hard, man. There's too much going on. Yeah. Way you too know. much. We'll see how Jimmy does. You know, I hope he does good. I hope we see him in the bowl. Yeah, I think I, I like him on the field. I think, you know, off the field, uh, he's, he's he, you know, he's really quiet, but we all know what he likes. Oh, we we know what he loves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to – what they're doing over there in Vegas is is really confusing, you know. You you get off car and, and sign someone who plays exa- damn near – the exact same as Carr, and give him a little bit more money, and then and then you trade Darren Waller to the Giants, and it's just confusing, you know. I, I'm not sh- quite sure what they want over there. Maybe they're looking at this that Jimmy G is more of a bridge guy, um, but I mean, we'll see. I think, uh, but it is what it is, you know. We got Brock and Trey, whoever it is. I'm excited. You know, this offense is still huge. Ayuk, Debo, CMC, Kyle Yushek, George Kittle, Trent Williams. God, this team is – can it be September already? Can it be OT – spring tra- know, training camp, I man? man? I Dude, can't I'm wait. Just like, yeah, I'm, I'm really ready. Yeah, I've never been more excited for a season. It feels like this every year. Every year we get a little bit more invested, a little bit more connected with the team, and uh, I can't wait. Uh, for one – question before we uh, wrap things up uh what do you want to we'll do a another deep podcast about this too but what do you want to address in the draft specifically uh offensive line and cornerbacks yeah i i would agree with you 100 i think you can't go wrong with those either right now and i think the rest of the roster is just solid um, yeah. do you want do you want cornerbacks in the first those early three rounds because we have i think four or five third round picks um yeah I yeah. think I think they're gonna go with a Big Ten cornerback. I was I was reading something earlier. Mm-hmm. You know which one? Uh, I can tell you in a second. 
Um, right, go hey, look hey. it up. Yeah, yeah, here. Um, other news for you guys, Aaron they Rodgers. Need, they need a right tackle, right? But uh, yeah. So as I far like as tackle goes, it. it's probably gonna it's gonna be either Matt Bergen Ron of Syracuse, Wanya Morris of Oklahoma, Blake Freeland of BYU, Tyler Steen of Alabama, and then as far as cornerback goes, there's there's a bunch of uh well Matt Barrows whom I know gets, like, inside information from the guys. But, mm. you know, because he wouldn't just be randomly listing these guys on the athletic. But yeah, um, he he put a bunch of safeties. I mean, Sidney Brown, like, yeah, I could see us getting a safety, you know, and then trying to transition them into a slot, you know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, it would probably be a safety. So, you know, because – I think the Niners trust Ambry Thomas. Like it's his third year. He 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 looked pretty good his first two years, you know. Yeah. I, have Lenore and Lenore was able to play cornerback pretty well, you know. So if you get a safety, you 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 uh, you know, because Ufunga was amazing, but you know we probably need another safety, right? I don't know. He, yeah, he just listen a little a bit of depth. safeties. Yeah, I mean. You know, with safeties, majority of the time, a safety, they're either playing the high safety or they're transitioning down into the slot box area, which would make sense um, to draft one and try to transition into slot. I mean, look what we did with Jimmy Ward. You know, we taught him. He played he played there well, so uh, I wouldn't be surprised one bit. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. You know, that's going to come up in about a month's time now, and, you know, we'll get it underway for sure. Um but yep. hey, hey man, Niner, Niner gang, Niner Empire, Niner Faithful. We love y'all. Man, I can't wait for the season to get rolling. You know, we got March Madness right now. We got NBA playoffs coming up. Even MLB is about to start, but there's not nothing I want more than than week one right now. Um so we'll we'll keep you guys updated every week. You know, we love you guys. We love the Niners. We fucking we love doing this. Um but hey, me Zach, we were red and gold, so we didn't gold, and uh, let's let's go draft a right tackle and cornerback. <laughs> but uh, we'll catch you guys soon. Catch you guys next week. And, uh, bang bang, Niner again. We out. <laughs>